It's time for the August 26, 2011 edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review, an interpretive guide to current events broadcasting from the campus of the University of California at Irvine in the backyard of KUCI 88.9 FM. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Caspar. And you know, mm. I just love our little doggy Mahler. I love Mahler. Yeah. Come here, Mahler. Come here, boy. Come on. You know, he's been having a problem lately. Come here, Mahler. Come on, good boy. Come on. Oh, oh good boy. Good boy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, good boy, Mahler. What was that? Did he, did he, what'd you feed him? I don't know. Did, I, are you okay, Mahler? Are you okay? Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness. My gosh. Well, I, I guess, uh, huh. yeah. You I, know, this frightens me. This frightens me because... Well, I was going to read this news story. Well, did he get a hold of some of that turkey? That I, no, no. Turkey? He's had his, his okay. same old... Okay, all right. Well, maybe he did. Yeah, he's, he's been on diets before, but this is a pretty stable diet for mm. him right okay. now. Okay, all right. I forget what uh, super uh, dog food... You know, we get him that healthy stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that stuff gives you gas. It does? Oh, it does me, yeah. You eat the dog food? Oh, when, occasionally. It huh. looks good. It's it, it looks better than some of the trail mix that I've been known to buy. Yeah. Well, it still scares me. Yeah, it should. Because residents of Washington, D.C. didn't feel the earthquake coming on. Remember uh, that? Yeah. But some residents of the National Zoo did. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Animals, yeah. Red rough lemurs sounded an alarm. Apes left their food. Flamingos rushed into a huddle and gorillas shrieked all before the earthquake. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Just before, this is the part that, that scares me. Yeah. I was reading this before we went on. Mm-hmm. And now, are you okay, Mahler? Oh, oh God. <laughs> huh. Uh, just before the ground started to shake. Jeez. I didn't, yeah. Just before the ground started to shake, Iris and orangutan began belching or vocalizing. This, this is something that some animals do right before an earthquake. Okay. All right. And, and apparently, it was, it's the unhappy, upset noise normally reserved for extreme irritation. Okay. And and Mahler's not, you know, irritated, is well, he? Well, I off. You know what? Now that you mention, he burps a lot when I'm around. I had no idea. Well, maybe that, maybe that's it. But well, why now? I'm here. I don't understand. Well, this. I'm here though, so I think he's. Oh, yeah, boy. Well, geez. Well, <laughs> there is a, a scientific explanation. Yeah. Apparently, they pick up P waves. And that's what I thought Mahler was picking mm-hmm. up. You pick mm-hmm. up P waves, which are small seismic ripples that occur before the earthquake. Well, Mahler, and it's usually right before. Right before. Uh, yeah. Mahler apparently has a very sensitive system because yeah. he was able to detect a, an earthquake 3,000 miles away. So. Maybe that's it. Maybe it's, uh, you know, post P waves. It could be sympathetic P waves. Yeah. Or empathetic P waves. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Empathetic waves. <laughs> oh. Okay. Early, this is another interesting, speaking of belching. Yeah. Early humans cooked up their first hot meals more than 1.9 million years ago. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, long my. before our ancient ancestors left Africa. Ah, oh, jeez. Uh, Africa to colonize the world. This is what scientists found out. So they were thinking that this had happened not that long ago. Yeah. But apparently we've 1. been... 1.9? 1.9 million years ago. This is Harvard University researchers traced the origins of cooking back to the human family tree after... Back through the human family tree after studying tooth sizes hmm. and feeding behaviors of monkey, apes, and modern humans. They concluded that cooking was commonplace among, among Homo erectus. 
which is our flat-faced, thick-browed forebears, or you, as I yeah, like to describe them. Yeah, or a smite Caspar, yeah. as, yeah. as, as Nathan likes to say. <laughs> and probably originated early in that species' reign. So during Homo erectus, we were cooking. Now, yeah. that sounds like a porn film to me, but uh, but anyway, that's um, yeah, that's good to know. I, uh, I thought that... Uh, uh, you know, by the way, for our younger listeners, that's a little, that's a couple of years before microwave ovens. Yeah. 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 Oh, God. Jeez. Oh, man. Well, whatever, you know, so I'm, I'm a little concerned about my, uh, about the earthquake, uh, the predictive power of, of, uh, Mahler and earthquakes here. Yeah. Uh, can I go back to the earthquake it for just a second? It could have been the mention of microwave cooking, too. <laughs> Doesn't yeah. like it. Yeah. He hates it when I put his, the phone yeah, in the yeah. microwave because, he he says uh, that it's uh, it just makes it mushy. Um, the uh, by yeah, the way, just for what it's worth, yeah, okay. this is yeah, this yeah, is yeah. kind of important. Okay. I, I'll just finish no, that off. Right. Allowing our ancestors to broaden their diet, and that's what what it did. Yeah. Cooking allowed it to broaden their diet and extract more calories from their food. That that gave them uh, strength. more strength and, and yeah. more of an evolutionary uh, oomph. Yeah, gave them a little bit of a kickstart. Yeah, there. so there you go. Um, what you got? Oh no, I was going to talk about you know the the uh, moral power of an earthquake. Apparently, the moral having, power, yeah, like hurricanes and and it seems that natural disasters are apparently a harbinger of moral decay. Yeah. And I didn't I didn't know that until Pat Robertson told me uh, about that. And nine eleven was apparently a a uh, uh, the consequence of moral decay as well. Hmm. Uh, publisher of a conservative website uh, on Tuesday. Uh, um, blamed the Tuesday's earthquake in the East Coast for what he sees as the declining morals of the U.S. Uh, Joseph yeah. Farah, Washington D.C. said uh, Washington D.C. deserves this wallop. It needs a bigger shakeup because of its uh, support, growing acceptance of same-sex marriage. He right. said that the Talmud uh, tells us the reason that God brings earthquakes is because of the transgressions of homosexuality. Now he's, well, how big is his congregation? Well, he's he's a uh, I don't know. He's a rabbi. <laughs> Three. I mean, yeah, rabbi. Well, okay. Oh, I'm I sorry. I'm, 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 I misstated. It's actually Rabbi Yehuda Levin. He's the one. He's he's tied to the National Organization for Marriage. Apparently, marriage now needs to have an organization supporting it um, because of the godless same-sex marriage huh. people. So there was the one in Haiti. There now now there's just one in New York and DC. Why does he have to give his religion a black eye like that? I just well anyway, yeah. I it, it's kind of now it's become sort of de rigueur. We expect yeah. some moral idiot or uh, claiming to be moral idiot will stand up and say that this is all a result of some kind of transgression of some sort of Anyway, I just thought I'd throw that in there because they freaked out. New York kind of just they they lost their stuff over it. They did? Well, the people were I mean, running they. around people i saw them on the news they were people oh, they were... always go if you judge what's going on in the world by the news you're going to be in sad I know, shape i know but it was the episode think everybody is very excited about everything that's how they sell so well, that's right you know, yeah, I mean, that's, that's right well the the, the 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 good thing was the epicenter was in the congressional district of eric Cantor, one of the more despicable members of the united states congress uh-huh. he's the minority leader or majority leader in the house and probably the most uh, virulently anti-human being of any of the congressional representatives uh-huh. in, in And that's Republican where the center. epicenter was? It was in his district. Uh-huh. Mineral 
Virginia is in the middle of his district. So he must apparently so he must be, he's the yeah. epicenter of godless yeah. sexual uh, uh, same sex. Yeah, the aftershocks. Did, it, was, it was God was targeting him apparently. Yeah, apparently so. Yeah. I think yeah. that's the message, the moral hmm. message here. Yeah. So well, they there got you go. Eric Cantor. Yeah, Eric God's Cantor. got you in his sights. <laughs> Watch it. Just don't go back to that district, and and you'll be you'll be okay. Don't ever do anything in that district again. Well, anyway, so violence broke out between Israel and Gaza. What do you think about that? I don't know what to say. Following an say. ambush near the Egyptian border that killed eight Israelis, it goes on. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I can, I can tell you the reason why it happened. One Ooh, you know contributing reason. Re- well, it happens been happening for a long time, yeah. but I think the most direct reason that it happened was because former Fox television host Glenn Beck oh, uh, he was in he was in uh, Jerusalem yeah. for a rally. He incited this? He uh, he was there uh, he was uh, forming a new Texas-based global movement to defend Israel <laughs> from the United Nations and international human rights organizations. Beck made the announcement while addressing roughly 1,000 American evangelical Christians and right-wing Israelis in Jerusalem. That was just uh, 2 days ago. Um, he was saying that, well, in Israel there's more courage in one square mile than in all of Europe, is what he said about the... Uh, there were some uh, people in Israel that weren't too happy that he was he- there either. You know, he's he's a nut. I'm sorry. I, I there's know, more courage in one square mile? In Israel than there is he's in all of He's a silly man. Of, of well, he's silly. You're yeah. right. But apparently there are a lot of people, more than there should be, who actually pay attention to him. Huh. But uh, And I think... There you go. You think there you go? There, well, I'm just going to say I, th- that's not the probably not the reason that the Israelis and the Palestinians were shelling one another. Yeah. But he certainly. Well, I thought doesn't. that was a humorous interlude. Yeah, I got a kick out of that's it. That's what I do. Libya. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that place? Wow! <laughs> wow! <laughs> They've been doing something there. Although you know, Gaddafi's not uh, giving up. No, he's um, he's, he's he's from his. Uh, Bunker somewhere. Yeah. I, th- I think I thought they had him surrounded as of last night. Well, they he, thought knows, they did. he knows how to wait it out. He's waiting for the right moment. <laughs> it has it has kind of a you know they all they all end up in these same places, some yeah. rat hole somewhere. But the, I love that Hitlerian kind of moment that they yeah. all are sort of surrounded by people who want to shoot them, and they're still holding, they're still shouting, yeah, that they're you know watching. I'm going to come back and get you guys, and uh, I love that. So. Speaking of Hitler, yeah, Gaddafi's whereabouts were unknown. He doesn't have the courage like Hitler to kill himself," oh, oh, said opposition leader Abdel Salam Jaloud. Mm. Yeah, did you hear about the the uh, they got into his compound? Did you hear about what they found? Porn. Yeah. Really. Yeah, they found it seems like all world leaders have a porn collection. It it goes, yeah. You know, they ought to have like world leader porn collection as a box set. Oh, nice. Yeah. You know, yeah. different world leaders, different collections. Well, there'd be the authoritarian um yeah, I'm thinking you know, of set. Gaddafi collection. Yeah, the Gaddafi collection. It even has like a, a nice Gaddafi <laughs> co- gla- collection. Maybe you him know, intru- uh, maybe before him the collection in, yeah, thing. Yeah, and you maybe him that? introducing uh, some of the scenes, his favorite scenes. Oh, yeah. You know, I think, I think that, that would be great. Uh, that would be great. Well, the interesting thing is... They, <laughs> There'd be a lot of gunfire in the introduction. <laughs> he'd be you know? shooting yeah. his AK-47 into the air, and, <laughs> and this is my favorite hot girl-on-girl scene. Yeah, I love this one. You know... But they they found some gay porn too. Uh oh. Yeah. Apparently they found uh, a, a gay porn. A, a gay porn. Well, you know. So yeah. so there you go. But also they 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 had kind of a Michael Jackson thing going on. He apparently had like a 
a chimp or something, and hmm. he had he had a, like a he created some kind of wonderland sort of thing for himself. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, they, and he, he has a chimp, right? He has. Yeah, well, that's, 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 going. You feeling better now, Mahler? Yeah, he feels a lot yeah, better. Yeah. Well, he and and uh, and he had a particular uh, affection for Condoleezza Rice. Oh, apparently he had, wow, this he had a lot a of lot of, a lot of pictures of her, as they called his in his spank bank. And he, really? Yeah, yeah. Apparently he wow. and he, he spoke glowingly of her ability to tell leaders what time it was. Basically, what he he was really yeah, yeah. he really admired her ability. As well, crack she, that whip. As he, as, yeah. he, as exactly yeah. as he put it, lean back and huh? tell them how. To do their business. Well, you know, I, I think at one time, uh, uh, you know, Bob All, the illustrator for Orange County yes. Weekly, and I worked up a, uh, a, a Condoleezza Rice as the the dominatrix. Uh, was this scenario. in Pet President? Was yeah, this part of the Pet so. President yeah, series? Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. She does uh, seem to be, you know, forceful. She is forceful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, not so there you go. There's anything wrong with that. Yeah. No. No. It's not. But I, I just found. Who, it, I, who do you imagine in this threesome? Because he does have these homoerotic uh, fantasies. You got Condoleezza, right. maybe forcing him to, uh, to take on Bill that's, Clinton. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, mm. uh, Rock musician Ted yeah, Nugent threw his one. support behind Texas Governor Rick Perry in the Republican leadership rate race. Not rate. Yeah. <coughs> race. Writing in the Washington Times that he is, and this is a quote from Ted. You I'm, know, he's so articulate. I know he, he is. He knows how to. Yeah. Yeah. He's really good. Well, anyway, Rick, not Rick Perry, but uh, Ted Nugent said that he is wango tango giddy for an Obama versus Perry presidential political brawl. That's all. That's his. Fantastic. Yeah, he, li- yeah, he likes I, the brawl. Yeah, I like the, yeah. He, he likes yeah, the brawl. Yeah. And he's Wango Tango Giddy. Yeah, he's Wango. How many tango. times have we not been Wango Tango Giddy? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, yeah. What an, yeah. He's one of yeah, those guys. Yeah. A, well, I can't. I, he I, loves his politics. He does love his uh-huh. politics. Yeah. I'd love to get Ted, uh, Ted Nugent on. Yeah. Yeah, I'd love to talk to him sometime. Well, because maybe, maybe one day you can, right? I, well, I want to because yeah. I want to be on the. I want to be named as in his one of his songs. He likes to write songs. He he wrote a song about Hillary Clinton. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> oh, God. Oh, for God's sake! I'm, I'm sorry. This is this. No, is, no. I'm gonna. Wait, I'm, I can't go on like this. No, Mahler, I'm gonna. I'm, Mahler, come here. Come here. Do come you, here, boy. Come here. Come here. What? Oh, oh, that is. Whoa. That is a strange reaction. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh. Oh. Well, oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Shh. Apparently. Yeah. Apparently that food had a real Don't tremendous let on. Don't let on. <laughs> oh, my God. He's going to be upset tomorrow morning. Yeah. Okay, when we tell him what happened, yeah. Yeah, he's going to be pretty upset. Mm. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, he vows martyrdom. While campaigning in Iowa and New Hampshire, Perry suggested that Federal Reserve Board Chairman Ben Bernanke yes. yeah, was almost treasonous. Yeah. This is the Perry campaign going forward with the Wango Tango Giddy endorsement from uh, Ted, Nugent. Ted Nugent. And now we have... Yeah. Perry suggesting that Bernanke was treasonous or almost because I the almost yeah almost in well he said if he came down to Texas he'd get some kind of a beat down yeah. for for doing for the money policies mm-hmm. and and the bailouts and all that stuff so it, yeah Perry also condemned as idiotic a non-existent federal regulation requiring operators to have a commercial license before driving a tractor across a public road. 
apparently he got exist. really upset about yeah. something that doesn't exist. Yeah. And our, which is, you know, I mean, that's that's what we do here in this country. We we, we uh, make invade places. Yeah, we make we, stuff up yeah. to, to justify it. Yeah. And argued that America shouldn't spend money fighting climate change, a theory, he said, yeah. scientific theory that has not been proven. Right. Right. And it, yeah. Ex- and we discussed except for 90, 98% of the yeah. respectable, renowned scientists who have been studying it for years. Science isn't a baseball game, Rick. Yeah. There's no final score at the end of nine innings, and somebody says, ah, oh, the winner, the proven theory. <laughs> and these are the type of people we have running for president. I mean, yeah. at least admit that you know the difference between a scientific theory and maybe, you know, a theory about English literature. Well, just give me a countervailing theory that's actually backed by some fact. Yeah, just something, exactly. anything. There can be two theories involved here. A theory, one theory doesn't mean you think this is true. That's not a theory. Yeah, that's just you sort of speculating out of your your arse. Uh, mm-hmm. He also thinks that Social Security is unconstitutional. By the way, just people should know this. He's he said so in his book, which he's running away from because he didn't mention Social Security in the Constitution. It's not mentioned. Maybe, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's that's that. They didn't he, mention jackasses either, but that doesn't mean he's unconstitutional. And there's no and there's no dinosaurs in the Bible, Rick. So how yeah. do you what's that? What's that about? So I don't know. Yeah. So this and he also talk. he also is proud of the fact that he executed a man who turned out to be innocent. Yeah. He is responsible for the execution of more people than anybody with the possible exception of George Bush, but I think he actually surpassed George Bush in his tenure as wow. governor. So That's awful. yeah, so yeah. he's he's a peach, and uh, yeah, so yeah, we got a lot going for us in this election. And really, what scares me about him more than anything else, he is that same sort of cocky, arrogant ignorance that George Bush had. Yeah, it, that that same, you know, cock of the head, you know, that smirk on his face, and says the most insanely stupid, unprovable things, and says it with such conviction that people are actually attracted to what he has to say. So it does frighten me a little bit that he might be the nominee. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. You have something? What? Yeah, I got stuff. What? What? Where am I? Uh, Okay. Um, Climate change. Speaking of that. Climate change. uh, There's a new report uh, that finds that indigenous people, that would be Native Americans and Alaska Natives, are the U.S.'s groups that's most detrimentally impacted by climate change according huh. to the National Wildlife Federation the dependence on natural resources yeah. to sustain economic and cultural practices and lagging infrastructure and a profound financial and technical res- uh, lack of resources and technical expertise uh, have placed Native Americans at increased risk uh, yeah. this is a this basically has to do with severe weather including climate change drought wildfire snowstorms it disproportionately har- harms native communities well. so there there you go well, any group of people that relies on a natural habitat yeah. is what you're saying. Any yeah. group of yeah, people. Yeah, any group. That's yeah. yeah, absolutely right. If I were to start a commune out somewhere, then you I'd would be more effective. You'd be in this study. Yeah. And they'd, just, they'd No, say, I wouldn't have been in the study, maybe. Well, but I would have been affected. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, there's a significant amount of protesting going on over this thing called the Keystone XL Pipeline. This is a proposal, a 1,500-mile pipeline to deliver tar sand oil from Canada yeah. to refineries in Texas. Hmm. hmm, Texas, really. The XL? It's called the Keystone XL Pipeline. This is a huge project. I forgot which oil company is Who's behind Who's paying this. for this? We are. The United States government is We're essentially— We're paying for the pipeline? Yeah. Well, why don't we just cut the cost and build a refinery, say, in a 
Canada. A little bit further north. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because we want to, because p- money can be made yeah. on, on the backs of taxpayers. That's why we're oh. doing it. We're going to essentially pay for the darn mm. thing. We're putting in all, I mean, pay for, I'm sure the, the oil company consortium will pay for the actual pipeline. But we, U.S. taxpayers, you and I, will be paying for all kinds of infrastructure support uh-huh. in order to make this insanely stupid thing happen. Because the amount of carbon that will be leaking into the atmosphere based on this uh-huh. is, as as uh, Bill McKibben put it from um, the, the guy who started 350.com, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. he said it is a game changer. This is probably the most uh, detrimental project that's on on the board on the on the drawing board of anything that he knows of. That's XL pipeline. XL. It's called Keystone XL pipeline. Keystone. What is that? Anything to do with a Honda XL? I hope not. Huh. Um, yeah. By the, yeah. So and oil companies continue Keystone. to run this. Yeah. Is that after the and the there have uh, been, there oil been, firm? I don't think it is. It, well, it could be that you know now that you say that uh, key. Keystone could be the company, yeah, a Canadian company, yeah. um, and the, the Obama. Um, so there's been protester protesting out in front of the White House. A number of people have been arrested. Uh, the environmental movement seems to be digging in on this one yeah. as, as a sort of a, a catalytic. Is that the right way to put it? A catalyst for protest moving forward. That's a good thing. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm particularly happy to announce that dogs were successfully trained to smell lung cancer. Lung cancer oh. uh-huh, on the breath of the afflicted. So they can go up to you, smell your breath, certain dogs, mm-hmm. and tell if you have lung cancer. The dogs are also able to detect the difference between lung cancer and chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, which is common in patients with lung cancer. Yeah. So you, you could, they could, their sense of smell was that refined. Wow. Yeah. Do they burp when they? Smell? Oh, now you're just being funny. Now you're just being, what do you think about that, Mahler? <laughs> Yeah, see, he's <laughs> proud of it. Well, okay. That maybe well, you think you'd he'd bring up your belching like that after you had a bout? I maybe. I, I've I don't seen, think so. I've, seen, I don't think I've so. seen him do worse things than that. Ecstasy. Remember that party that I had at my house a couple of weeks ago? Where the he, ecstasy was, party? Yeah. Yeah. Where, where Mahler came over and he did that thing in the punch bowl. Remember that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, okay. So, so don't. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm still. Pissed <laughs> yeah, about Mahler. It. Remember that? Yeah. 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 Okay. That's a good point. <laughs> Uh, ecstasy, yes, the psychoactive drug which is banned in most countries, mm-hmm. could be modified and used to cure some blood cancers. Yeah, scientists have claimed ecstasy has already been known to be effective against more than half of white blood cell cancers. Mm-hmm. But scientists at Birmingham University in the UK claim that they have made it a hundred times more effective at suppressing growth. So you know they they just have to. Figure this thing out. Yeah, they, they, the say, they say they're going to make a safe version of ecstasy, which I guess means no hallucinations, <laughs> no fun. Yeah, yeah, no fun. No dancing, no glow yeah, sticks, I, I no no good music. Yeah. No, forget that. Yeah, all right. Well, that's good. Yeah, I mean, that's real. Oh, good. that's very good. Yeah. I'm sure they're going to discover a lot of. Uh, uh, well, Ooh, speaking yeah. of this kind of stuff. Yeah. A rare infection caused by brain eating amoeba. Oh yeah. Has taken three lives in the U.S. this summer. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, ongoing droughts could put more people at risk. The single-celled killer known as uh, Nigleria foliare mm-hmm. mm-hmm, is common in lakes and other freshwater sources and thrives when temperatures are high and water levels are low. Mm-hmm. So the drought, you know, that's, that ties into yeah. that. The brain-eating amoeba enters through the nose and attacks the brain. Mm-hmm. But it uh, usually kills a victim in two weeks. 
It's not something, though, that goes after humans. It's usually an accidental thing that it ends up your nose. Mm-hmm. But it can't happen. So You're once swimming eats, and you, you breathe yeah, in whatever. Inhale, inhale yeah. some. They're yeah. not looking for your yeah. nose. Right, right. But once they get in there, uh, it eats brain tissue and uh, causes primary amoebic menoencephalitis. Ooh, that sounds bad. Which is almost always fatal. Hmm. Well, speaking of diseases caused by climate change. Yeah. A new study found a direct connection between changing climate and an increase in warfare and conflict. Meteorologists from Columbia University examined the relationship between weather patterns, known as El Nino, and the rise of civil unrest in the world's poorer tropical countries. Of the 234 civil wars or uprisings that took place from 1950 to 2004, researchers found that El Nino influenced 48 of them. Now, this is a bit, this sounds a little bit tenuous here. 48 of them, unrest in Chad, Congo, uh, Eritrea, Indonesia, Rwanda, Burma, and Niger, for example, all occurred during a particularly strong El Nino. Uh, El Nino is a regular climate event that tends to warm up and dry out tropical regions. I don't know. I, I'll, you don't I'll, know? I'm not sure about that one, but uh, what the heck. We're, we're, we just pass along the information. We don't really. Researchers. Researchers. Yeah. researchers yes. Say they have found a common cause behind the mysterious and deadly affliction of uh, amyotropic lateral sclerosis, better known as Lou Gehrig's disease. Mm-hmm. and. They, that could lead to an effective treatment. Fantastic. Yeah, that's real good news. That is the key very... breakthrough is the, is the discovery of an underlying, underlying disease process for all types of ALS. The discovery could also help, therefore, in developing treatments for other more common neurodegenerative, uh, neurodegenerative diseases. Yeah. Wow, Mul- sounds like I'm getting some of that myself. Multiple sclerosis. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Dementia, news. Alzheimer's, Parkinson's. Yeah. Yeah, it does feel like they're on on the uh, edge of a lot of very important discoveries. Yeah. I know that there there's uh they've been doing a lot of uh, good work by int- reintroducing your stem cells even for older people, reintroduction of stem cells into the body for a for a number of diseases and ailments has been they're showing some real progress. Yeah. Um so that's well that's great news. Yeah. So there. Yeah. I was happy about that. Yeah. Now I got nothing. No, you do. Come yeah. on. I had one. We, we were going to talk about, you know, the Apple guy. Yeah, we were. Do you want to talk uh, yeah, about I do. the Apple? Is I, this I was, the right moment to bring up uh, something let's, that's let's so just, near to your heart right after Lou Gehrig's disease? Yeah, let, let's... Uh, because, you know, that, there is something going on with Steve. I, yeah. I think he has cancer. I think that's... He's that's, had pancreatic cancer. Yeah. yeah. And, he's, and he's had a liver transplant. Yeah. It doesn't sound good, yeah. and... Uh, I, you know, I just, you know, I'm, you know, I'm only half kidding when I say that uh, I think he's one of been one of the most, uh, well, certainly one of the most influential figures of the last. Yeah. It's 30. almost like having Mick Jagger get sick. Well, or yeah. But it's like having a combination of Mick Jagger and Bill Gates get sick. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say yeah. So it because he, he did have a certain amount of charisma that even, you know Bill Gates is a very smart fellow and I love listening to him talk. But he doesn't just doesn't have that kind of. You know, that, what that, do you call that? That it stuff? factor. The he doesn't, it factor. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he Jobs did have that, especially when he was younger. Yeah. But he, you know, he did, he did well all the yeah. way through. You know, it was a kind of magic. Yeah. In, you know, you, you kind of had the feeling he was on the right side of so many things. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's one of the vibes that, that I, as a, someone who has only had Apple computers my entire adult life, has the, has the sense that these are computers that are built to enhance and expand my horizons as opposed to something that's trying to 
narrowly force me to be a kind of a mathematician type of computer person. You well, know? that's that's old school. I know it is, but you know, we we had that guy on yeah. many years ago that talked about the difference between a philosophy between the IBM initial IBM PC and, uh-huh. and, and Apple. And I think that's... Well, Apple the, got a lot of its ideas from IBM. I, I don't yeah, think... I, I wouldn't even want to argue between the two of them. Okay. But... I, the only reason I got into Apple, and I think you did too, is because they were the only people doing what we needed to get done at that time as far as personal computers, yeah. which, which was design and layout and, and that kind of stuff, period. IBM was not involved in that. Yeah. It was not involved in any of those those programs that help revolutionize printing right. and and getting information out to people eventually through the internet. Right. Right. And and I think that there's there there's this sort of symbiotic relationship that Apple computers and the internet developed their yeah. ability to sort of take advantage of of all of that more than other computers did as well. And I go back to the time Jobs and Wozniak started Apple and it was different and they had sort of a different sort of out, outlier kind of sensibility. Um and then uh, Jobs went away. Yeah. And Apple went into decline. In the, the early decline. 90s, I believe. Yeah. And in fact, there was he, a. He started next. Oh, you know, that's yeah. right. He started next. And uh, it was a period, I would say, eight years ago, seven or eight years ago, uh, my girlfriend at the time was going to buy a computer, and mm-hmm. I tried to talk her into getting an Apple. Yeah. And she didn't want to because at the time, there was a lot of discussion yeah. in the business community. It's mainly that, about 12 years ago, but was, you're right. Okay, yeah. 12 years. That yeah. that they wouldn't be around yeah. if you bought a... About com- 1995 okay. through okay. 2000. Okay. And it, they hit a real rough spot. There you go. Yeah. And where they wouldn't be around. You yeah. wouldn't want to buy a computer because they might not be able to yeah. service yeah. it. And now, today, when Jobs came back, then he saw the iPod and then it became... It became the jargonaut that business-wise that it is today. It's now, in terms of assets, the first or second largest corporate entity yeah. in the world today. So um, there's a testament to his ability to kind of m- sort of merge or forge this relationship between business and creativity that I find admirable. Yeah. I, I So – so the, uh, I don't know. I'm just dominant. Go ahead. I mean, no. I mean, but people accuse him of his his equipment costs too much. Yeah, it falls apart. I've, I've I haven't seen that. I've seen IBM's fall around me all over the place, and I've, yeah. I've rarely had a meltdown on on the Macintosh. Knock on wood. Yeah. Not like I haven't, but it's uh, I will it's say been I was, pretty secure yeah. as far yeah. as my uh, my experience goes. Yeah. You know? Okay. It, it does cost more. Yeah. I give you that. But the quality you pay for quality, yeah. you pay for the, the kind of, uh, you know, support that you get, uh, whatever. I, and those were all it. part of his vision, yeah. I think. Yeah. That, that's what what he brought to the table yeah. was trying to make it a something that everyone could use rather than – the first IBMs, you had to code everything. I mean, you I, had to code saving your document, and if you got it wrong, it wouldn't be around anymore. So you could write pages and pages. and and DOS. Yeah, it was DOS. Yeah, DOS. Yeah. Yeah. You could just wipe a document off the face if, if you didn't code it right when you went to save. And it was a long string, as I recall, too. It wasn't yeah. just, you know. Yeah. And then, and then the whole thing with if you wanted to print something up, and then, and then you had to have a print driver. You had to install drivers to get your printer to work. All these crazy things. That well, we used have to do that sometimes, man. With Macs? Yeah. They didn't, they didn't come install. I just remember the Yeah, they do factor. with some. With some. Well, now but they it, do, but, yeah, but, but it was you, a period of time. You, occasionally, if you buy a newer printer that doesn't have the driver. Okay. You okay. Know, anyway, it, yeah, you might want to install. A it would just seem like it just seemed like it was uh, the, it was night and day in terms yeah. of you log on, you do what you want. That was uh, their initial campaign was 
started up. So we're going to miss Steve. Yeah, we're going to miss not, him. But I'm not afraid of the company. I think he's he's one thing about him, and he put good people around him. He knew how to recognize talent, yeah. and he's put good people around yeah. him. Yeah. It's Tim Cook taking over, and he's not going to be the same guy. Right. But he has a lot of other guys to help him out yeah. on this. It's not like Steve Jobs made no. everything that came out of Apple. Yeah. He, he, had the, he did have the vision. And it's not often you're going to hear me on the radio touting a major American mega corporation and all that. But I think Apple, for me, is an exception to the rule. So They, they pollute. Yeah, well, they I do yeah. things that are yeah, uh, sure like do. sign up with Fox News for an exclusive right yes, to their yes. news then, broadcasting on their uh, on their iPhone. I know that's not good. I know, I know. But yeah. anyway, speaking of major American corporations, oh, well, international corporations, uh, the United States Attorney General Eric Holder has launched a preliminary investigation into claims that reporters from Rupert Murdoch's News Corp tried to hack phones of the September. 11th victims. During a meeting with family members uh, of the September 11th attacks, Holder confirmed the U.S. Department of Justice has been looking into uh, a report by the uh, Britain's Daily Mirror newspaper that reporters of the now-closed News of the World were had offered to pay New York police officers for private phone records uh, for the 9-11 victims. Uh-huh. So th- this has kind of uh, leaped across the... the uh, Atlantic, and not just a British issue now, uh, it is becoming an American issue. So It is leaping. It is leaped. It's made the great leap across the great pond. It's made the leap. Yes. It's leapt. It's leapt. Uh, uh, Dick Cheney. Dick, Dick Cheney. He's in the news. Oh, you say he, that. Did you see? He I'm was willing in, to forget Fukushima. He, he was, oh. Well, let's get back to Fukushima. No, no, no. You can I, talk about Dick. Dick, he's got a new book, I think. Dick Talk. He's Dick Talk. He, Dick Talk. He's uh, admitted in his forthcoming memoir that he urged the uh, U.S. President George Bush, actually the faux U.S. President George Bush, to bomb a suspected Syrian nuclear reactor in 2007. He also had. He also basically dissed Colin Powell, uh-huh. Condoleezza Rice, yeah. et cetera, et cetera, after force-feeding all of this crappy... Uh, intelligence into the speech that George uh, that Colin Powell gave at the UN. Yeah, he got pissed at uh, Powell for being such a wimp and leaving the administration in a huff because because basically Powell was lied to, and he said that uh, that Condoleezza Rice was basically uh, not worthy of uh, Muammar Gaddafi. Wouldn't even let him have his way with her. I'm kidding. So he 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 dissed her. Did as he well. have any? He, he just basically said she was a uh, she was one of the whining you know. Guys in the administration, whiners that weren't, weren't listening to him and weren't carrying out his wishes. And Sounds all like that. a bitter man. He's a bitter. You know, what, the good news is he looks awful. I saw him uh, on Fox. You sound like a bitter man. I, sounds, I saw him on Fox News last night. He looked terrible. Uh, broad areas around the stricken Fukushima Dakai nuclear plant could soon be declared uninhabitable, perhaps for decades. For decades. That's what they're saying. And. Yeah, I mean, there's all sorts of fallout from this. I'm yeah. sure that will come in the future. I, I was uh, at a friend's house who was playing a uh, a video, yeah, a YouTube video, uh-huh. and it was a news report about how uh, the the uh, meltdown has gone into the more into the center of the earth, not the center of the earth, but it's deeper than than we know. It's getting into groundwater yeah. and uh, yeah. may cause uh, eruptions. Because of the heat that's generated at that level, which could cause earthquakes or yeah. or, or steam leaks in 
inappropriate spaces. Yeah, or big lizards. Big lizards. Giant lizards yeah. living in the ocean, they said. There was mm. apparently, they, they spotted a couple. Wow, Gigant- that would be something, huh? Gigantic That'd lizards, be something. yeah. I'd go see that movie again if, if they got a lizard over in Japan, a real lizard. 100-foot lizard, yeah. yeah the was, prophetic movie, Godzilla. That, that seemed to be really angry. Yeah. And spitting fire. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's see here. And it's finally, weird. It's weird because you Godzilla, you know, honestly, just, just to put a point on that, Godzilla was a movie that while it was kind of campy sci-fi, yeah. it was actually done, you know why Godzilla got big? was because of a nuclear uh, is is his uh, um, uh, contact with a with nuclear material? Yeah. That's the point of the movie. Was that this yeah. horrible monster would be created by Why, Godzilla himself? Got big. Yeah, he was just a tiny little well, lizard. Well, it's it's but the movie metaphorically is about this this you know God, the, Japan had been the only nation bombed with two nuclear bombs in, uh-huh. in the history of mankind, and this was a sort of campy pop culture way of assimilating what had happened to them i understand and, that yeah okay so i mean the irony is here they are again there's another godzilla is that what victimized by by its its attraction now to nuclear power by its are you saying the japanese are self no no i'm not saying that at all i'm saying that there's just some cultural irony in in all of this they embraced nuclear power in a way that no country on the planet has. Uh-huh. Now, granted, they well, were limited. Of where they, they are, I know they're and limited the resources. I, know, I get that, but it's anyway. All right. Yeah. So yeah. So you're saying? I just, I just Godzilla too. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm just saying it's just. I'm just think about it. Listen. Well, there is that possibility. If, you, yeah. if you're going to take this out, yeah. there is the Fukushima generated Godzilla monster yeah. that will now come. You know what? About 2014, it'll be. Godzilla Fuk, uh, Dakai. Dakai. Godzilla Dakai. Dakai, yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. Mm-hmm. I, 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 you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get the rights to that. You should. I'm going to get, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna yeah. go online. There's uh-huh. yeah. IMDB. And, I'm no, seeing all sorts of potential. I see it. Anyway. And finally. I be making light of I'm not making light no, of I'm, it. No, I am. I'm, I'm the one I'm who's making light of it. I'm running with it. Yeah, I know you are. I am. I'm making, and I, I, I would I'm not. Party. I, I feel horrible for what's happened over there. Yeah. It's such a crazy big problem that's not going to go away for hundreds of years. Yeah. Literally, it's not going to go away unless they somehow come up with a way to neutralize radioactive material, which I don't. maybe they will, but it's going to be a... It's just going to leave that part of Japan essentially uh, a, a desolate, godless, lifeless... Godless? Know, well, I don't know. Lifeless uh, part of that country. But not Godzilla-less. But not Godzilla-less. Yeah. All right. And finally, as budget negotiations were falling apart and 100,000 teachers faced layoffs across the state, mm-hmm. Texas legalized barehanded catfishing, <laughs> known as noodling. Now, have you, you've heard of noodling, Mike, right? I've heard of yeah. I thought it was something completely different, but yeah. Noodling? Mm-hmm. Well, have you ever noodled? Um, I'd rather not go into that. No, I mean, seriously, have no, you I've ever never caught have, a catfish I've never with your catfish bare hands? Okay, because yes. that's no. what I'm trying to establish I know. here. No, I've never I want to explain how this is done. Okay, sorry. What you do yeah. is you wade out into the water mm-hmm. looking for catfish holes. Ooh. Yeah, They hang, yeah, they they're, they're, burrow down into the... Yeah, they burrow, well, yeah, they go down in there in the riverbeds and they lay their eggs there. Ah. Okay. okay, so when you find a catfish hole, mm-hmm. you stick your hand deep inside the hole. Mm. And if there are catfish eggs inside, the male catfish will be standing guard over them, ready to attack any intruders. 
Then you let whatever is inside the hole chomp down on your hand. Oh, this, yeah. And with any luck, it's going to be a catfish. <laughs> with any luck. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's true. It's true because it may be a snapping turtle or a beaver or a snake. You sometimes move into the holes uh, formerly. Yeah. Catfish holes. Inhabited yeah. by the catfish. Yeah. In noodling, you hope for the best, although many long-time noodlers are missing a finger or two. So, so Texas has made this, uh, you know, it's okay to noodle now. While they have all these other problems going on yeah. in the state, it's okay to yeah. noodle, which is good. Yeah. You know, because freedom. Yeah, freedom. Yeah, New freedom. York, New York and New York's got civil union or gay, same-sex marriage. Texas has noodling. The, the, yeah. the great leap forward, the great yeah, cultural leap exactly. forward. For they them. don't want to be, you know, no, not, same-sex marriage, yeah. noodling. Noodling. Yeah. Okay, I got it. This uh, inspired, this noodling mm-hmm. um, legislation inspired one uh, noodler to say, the thrill of catching a catfish with your bare hands only rivals having sex for the first time. <laughs> 